This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter. This is Tiny at Obsessive Tiny on Twitter. This is Mike White at I am Mike White on Twitter. And this is ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast. guys it's good terrific actually i'm just okay i'm a little sick yeah what's that all about tiny i don't know i think i have aids oh <laughs> no been I there <laughs> i don't know just having to my nose is like a faucet it's crazy uh, so you, you may hear me shutting my microphone off and blowing my nose <laughs> yeah matt is actually uh right next to him standing by with a tissue to wipe his nose yes Every time there's there's a drip. <laughs> no, we have we'll we'll need to get AIDS for that. AIDS like assistance. <laughs> God damn it. Um, Lowercase AIDS. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's the <laughs> distinction. That's well, yeah, awesome. that's, how, that's how you spell the disease. It's all uppercase. Right. Oh, yeah. It's a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> damn right it is. Uh, so. Yeah, first of all, I want to sincerely apologize for our last two episodes. Our recording, the sound quality has been a mess. We had that chopping stuff come back, and we're working on fixing it. Right now we're using a different laptop to record, and I don't. I thought that it was the mixer, but I don't know <coughs> if it's the laptop. mixer. Oh, it's smaller, and you, it's uh-huh. smaller, what? and you have it set to where you can't right-click. So. Yeah, because I'm not a slave to Bill Gates. <laughs> So we're using a different laptop, a smaller laptop with less space on the hard drive. Um, to I don't apologize for anything. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Not a single letter. No regrets. Is it? No regrets. Is it reg- regrets or rag? Regrets. Regrets. That's right. Yeah. No regrets. Nice. Yeah. None. Good reference, guys. Yeah. So we're working on it, peeps. Yeah, so we are working on it, and I apologize that Tiny called you peeps. Um, hey, I can't. Don't apologize. <laughs> Welcome to the Obsessive Your Podcast. It's 2004. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Good Lord. It's ridiculous. Uh, that could be a time travel episode. Anyway. Who the hell is Barack Obama? <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways. Uh, what are we doing today, Maddie? Uh, we are doing a summer movie wrap-up episode because we're kind of still in the funk between, you know, we don't have, we, uh, we're between Sandler episodes and, and it's kind of the end of the summer even though the damn weather is not cooperating. It's <laughs> yeah, like, I was just going to say, the weather is changing. Yeah. Well, actually, no, it's not. No, it's typical Indiana weather. It's like 90 degrees outside, which means it's like... 88 degrees in our studio here. Yeah. And it's, you know, unbearable. We do have a fan going here, which is kind of pitiful because it's a little tiny fan. Yeah, welcome uh, to the 21st century. Right. We got a fan up in here. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to, I guess, we're just going to run through, just talk about, should we go month by month, guys? Uh, you like know, we movies can start. That we watch? Sure. Kind of start from the beginning. Yeah. Well... Then that that's another thing is that when do we define summer because Captain America was in like April? Right, April. Yeah. Right, yeah, that's kind of a spring 
I think we mentioned that at another episode that they they keep pushing summer earlier, 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 and earlier every year. Yeah, I think it was our summer blockbusters episode, actually. Yeah, yeah. Which is okay. Um, if you go to Box Office Mojo, they start it in June. Mm-hmm. June is there is kind of their summer breakdown. Well, I guess it's May. <clears throat> May is their summer breakdown. So like right. the first um the first summer movie or at least the first summer blockbuster, the first important movie of the summer was The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which came out May 2nd, which is of course later than Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. So we could start there. Mm-hmm. Amazing yeah. Spider-Man. Uh yeah, and we did we did a, a review of it. I'll put the link in the show notes, but I wanted to ask Mike how have you have you bought it and watched it again? No, I haven't. Okay. I you know, I'm not uh it's been a couple years since I've been a since I've been a buy it day of release kind of guy. I, I oh, wish really? that I could be, but but well, I, yeah. I you know, I usually just end up uh getting them used at the local premiere video or whatever. Wow. That's um, you know, that's sorry. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to That's okay. Share a little anecdote. That's a, that's a far cry from the Mike White that I knew uh freshman year of college where we would go to Walmart at midnight and buy buy like everything. everything. Yeah. You've yeah. changed, Mike. Oh, yeah. I know. The the favorite story, at least one of my favorites is uh when we went to uh Walmart in the, the season 10 of Friends yes. and a torrential downpour. Oh yes. Oh yeah. It, like I spent the day uh they spent the day in our dorm room doing drills. I I guess our our, our dorm uh building doing drills about where to go and so there was one where the power went out and we all had to go under the stairs or something and I was pissed cuz I was trying to catch up on season 9 before season <laughs> 10 came out. <laughs> I don't actually remember the drills. Really? I don't th- no. I mean that that whole year was such a blur to me. Because... I was going to say, it's probably because you were drunk like usual. Yeah. <laughs> I I drank like twice freshman year. <laughs> that's the one year of college I, I went to USI. Yeah. But no regrets. But you're right. It, it is a far cry. I know. I, yeah. I don't know what happened I mean, to me. And also, it makes its adulthood. I mean, yeah. more tight with money. Although, freshman year, college students, but. Yeah, but it was my mom's money then. It's my money now. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Uh, and also now the Blu-ray is twenty-seven dollars for a single movie, and yeah. there there is a strong. And back in '05 when we were in college, when I was doing that, and I that's probably bled into '06 at least. Um, that was kind of before I discovered used DVDs. Yeah, and how if you just waited three months, you save ten dollars uh, just by not having to open the plastic yourself. Right. And I got so I so I kind of got over it. I, I will say though, if I have the time when Winter Soldier comes out, I will buy that at least on the Friday and watch it. Oh yeah, I think my brother and I have plans. Uh, he's going to come into town, so we're going to watch that. Nice, <laughs> Tiny. What's your stance on first day buys and all that? I haven't done it in a long time. I used to be all over it, um, kind of like you guys, but uh, I don't know. I I don't buy as much stuff in general anymore. Um, It has to be something pretty special. Um, I think probably this year I've only bought like, I don't know, maybe six or seven DVDs slash Blu-rays, which from years past I'd buy like 30 in a year, so that's like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I've been been tracking the money I've spent on on movies and TV (coughs) shows and stuff, but I've I've been so far behind. I, I have like three months of a backlog of stuff and I'm kind of nervous that I can't get, I won't be able to get all the data 
Because I have receipts and stuff all all around the place, but uh-oh. Yeah. A, a lot of my habits have changed. You know, compared to oh five and oh six, I'm also seeing significantly more movies per year. Like I'm on, mm-hmm. I'm on pace now to do sixty five movies this year. Where in oh five, <clears throat> I might have been lucky to see twenty movies. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Tiny, how's your three sixty five three sixty five thing going? Uh, it's going really well. Nice. I'm ahead by like nine or ten movies right now. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. Very sweet. Liking it. Nice. Yeah. I didn't mean to sidetrack the entire conversation this way, but yeah. Anyway. That's okay. Let's uh, hop back on the interstate. Yes, yes. Or swing back onto the interstate. Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> uh, Love it. Uh, nice. There was plenty of swinging in the movie. There was. There yeah. was. I'll start. I'm I'm kind of the obvious residential uh, Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars. <laughs> I am Star Wars, but uh, <laughs> Spider-Man fanatic. It's he's always been my right. favorite superhero, and I'm uh, in. If you know, if you listen to our um, guilty pleasures episode, I'm I'm even an apologist for Spider-Man three. I did not like the first Spider-Man, and upon upon first viewing of Spider-Man two, Amazing Spider-Man two, I liked it a lot. But it, every time I see it, I like it less. I think I saw it three times in theaters, Jeez. and. Uh, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous to see it again. Yeah. I I I mean, I I'm of the thing I I enjoyed it, but I still like I just remember thinking like, yeah, it's kind of a little bit set up and and not not tight enough, I guess. Yes. Um absolutely. So, and I'm kind of and maybe this is just um a bit of me just being kind of uh us being too inundated with comic book movies anyway because i'm more i'm less inclined to see a movie a a comic book movie like that i don't know what i'm trying to say because because i'm gonna contradict myself because i love the marvel universe even then the marvel universe i'm not even a big fan of the as much as i used to be because a lot of the movies i'm thinking of like um thor the dark world are kind of they work best in the universe, but not as standalone movies for me. Yeah. Yes. Um, but anyway, like just, I mean, when you have all these different studios vying for the big sprawling universe thing, like, like they're planning on doing with Spider-Man to, I assume, gim- er, uh, echo the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's just, it gets to be a little unbearable and a little, <coughs> a little much. The irony, of course, in the entire thing is that the best movie to come out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is one that, aside from some, the obvious connections, works as a standalone film. Of course, I'm talking about Winter Soldier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then, Okay, well, and then to go even further, probably the second best is Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, I would be... I had so much fun with Guardians of the Galaxy that it'll be interesting to revisit Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy again. Yeah, I agree. It, it might be a single day double feature for me. Oh yeah, totally. And it, and they're both fairly standalone movies. They're uh, especially right to Guardians. my point exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, I recently re- rewatched Winter Soldier. Yeah, um, loved it. Nice. But it's still, I'm going to keep it as like the number my personal choice number two in the Marvel universe so far. Okay, uh, Avengers still takes it for me. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, but I, I can't take anything away from it. Um, but anyways, my Spider-Man 2 thing, you know, I liked it a lot, actually, when I saw it in the theater, despite all its flaws. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know. I, I need to see it again. I, f- I forgot that it was even out already. <laughs> so I need to go. Uh, I think it just came out last week. Did it? Yeah. I'll have to go pick it up or, or rent it or something. But nice. um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I'm almost, I'm a little worried to watch it again as well. Um, but, you know, it's Spider-Man. Right. And it's like, it's looking like the franchise is like dead in the water anyways. So. See, and yeah, I, think, I hope it is. I don't think that's the case because I think there's news that's come out that says it's they're still going forward with Sinister Six. Isn't isn't that the? I, I think that's the assumed news. Yeah, I think okay. that's what they're talking about. But uh, I also think that might be them trying to save face. I I think they're a little worried about where it might be going, and so they're trying to just say things to kind of calm fears. Seems like it, it seems like everything I see to do with. Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man 3, is just dead in the water. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, Spider-Man 3 is officially pushed back. It it will not be the next one if there is a next one. Wow. It'll be Sinister Six, which I think is a joke. I, d- I still... I don't know. I, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, but I don't understand how you can make the distinction between a Sinister Six movie and a Spider-Man movie, because Spider-Man is the only hero in it, correct? Yes. So wh- what's to separate it? For- is it just the perspective? I suppose. So Weird. Weird. Very weird. But why would you have a movie that's... I don't know. Why, why would you have a movie that's centered around the villains like that? If the- I mean, how how do you make them sympathetic when... I don't know. It's foolish. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people are confused by it. <laughs> yeah. Even people who don't really read the comics like myself. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of news since, like, just Googling Sinister Six movie, you have, like, like, two days ago, an article saying, did Mark Webb just confirm the Sinister Six lineup? And a bunch of, like, those kinds of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, um, news blurbs, kind of. Yeah, kind of rumor mill kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. None of it's very constructive or anything. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not particularly excited about the Spider-Man universe uh, and the movie. Uh, like, if you had asked me, if we had done this halfway through, it would have been pretty high up on my list of summer movies. But it's, I, I imagine upon revisiting, it won't be. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Mike. Being such a big fan of Spider-Man, obviously you know the lore and you know the history and the mythos of Spider-Man and mm-hmm. all that. How would you make a a, a franchise... Like how would how would you do it to be successful? Like what would you like to see in a in well, a franchise? Number one, I wouldn't I wouldn't think franchise. Okay. And I think that's the important thing. Or or I don't know if if I did, I haven't planned out a franchise <laughs> far enough in advance. Um, I thought the first movie was pretty damn special in terms of uh, doing something new while also paying homage to the source material. I know people complained about Tobey Maguire and Tiny in particular didn't like Tobey Maguire. Mm. And the villain, I think, is lacking despite Willem Dafoe's best efforts. Um, but I, I think you'd, you'd have to go with a Green Goblin story. And I, I think they I think the first one was as close as we're going to get. But I don't know. It's it's not my it's not really my job. Right, to franchise right. build, so yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Moving on, yeah, totally. Um, uh, we'll stay. It's still in May, and I want to talk briefly. I know you guys didn't see the movie Chef, correct? Right. 
but that will be top one or two of the summer, top top two or three of the summer, nice. um, and at least in my top five of the year when it all shakes out. Uh, cool. Of course, it was with John Favreau, mm-hmm. written, directed, and starring. Just fantastic movie. Yeah. Um, but opening on the same weekend was Neighbors, and I know you guys saw that oh, movie. Yes. Uh, yeah, we 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 saw it together. Tiny. Yes. Yeah. I love Neighbors. Yeah. It was so funny. Um, Zac Efron is, I think I've maybe said it before. I, I hate that I love him because I should, <laughs> I should hate him by, by all, by all accounts for, for multiple reasons, but he's a charming guy. I mean, like whenever he really is, there's something about him. He yeah. has, he has that quality to him. Um, so yeah, he, and he was fantastic in this. He was hilarious. And I just loved the, you know, it had a, it had a good improv, improv kind of feel to it, mm-hmm. but like not not that they strayed so far away from the script that it was kind of messy, like some of the Apatow movies get. Right. Um, yeah, I thought it was really good, a really funny movie. Um, I I never would have like five five to ten years ago, never would have guessed that Rose Byrne would be like so funny in movies. Yeah, I mean, like ge- like genuinely, like she makes like she gets a ton of laughs. Yeah, yeah, she was more funny than perhaps Seth Rogen in that movie. Yeah. I, I'll have to revisit it, which I plan to do soon. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I think the bubble has popped on Seth Rogen. I, I'll, I'll agree with you, but I think it's popped for movies that he isn't directly involved in because he didn't write this one. I think he's saving his more passionate and, you know, working stuff for stuff that he's like more involved behind the scenes with. That's just my, yeah. that's, total just off the mark uh, uh off the cuff um theory there hmm. but yeah. yeah when he does movies like 50 50 yeah like yeah. that's that's some sure. really good stuff yeah yeah or, um, yeah or this is the end yeah um yep yeah yep. guilt trip uh, uh, i haven't seen that not so much not, i didn't see that either that's him and who uh barbara streisand babs dude yeah <coughs> yeah it was pretty awful yeah i missed that one yeah um so yeah uh circling back i wanted to ask ask you guys i i don't have the numbers in front of me but what was the box office take on chef because i know that it opened it kind of opened independently then it branched out and it was kind of i don't know if it was going city to city but it did have a wide opening but i kind of wonder how did it do in the box office do you have yeah uh 29 million considered a huge success oh it's really good yeah 29 29 and a half million nice yeah yeah success yeah, so I, going back even further, though, interestingly enough, Amazing Spider-Man 2, $202 million, number six for the year so far, um, and considered a failure. Right. Yeah. That's, huh. Isn't that crazy? I hate yeah. It. I hate it so much. Yeah. Just yep. money. Uh, yep. They pour so much money into these things that, and that's one thing that I respect the hell out of John Favreau, because he had, he had Iron Man... He's like he's like he's in the Marvel universe. He has the he can do pretty much. He has he has power behind him, um, and he goes and does Chef, which is a very, as my understanding of, it, is very intimate, very personal, very uh, small movie. That that's something that I just I just respect the hell out of him because that's clear that he's just really into the art of it and and the whole process of of art. And he's not really in for you know fame and stuff. I've always mm-hmm. liked him so. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a good guy. <clears throat> Neighbors, one hundred and fifty million, number ten for the year. 
I'm glad that was successful. Sorry, I had my microphone off. I was blowing my nose. <laughs> um, um, I'm glad that movie was successful because yeah, it was good too. I I loved 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 the uh, Robert De Niro scene. The impressions. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. there's so many parts of the movie that just I I was laughing hysterically throughout it. But um, yeah, I, I yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing it again. It's good. I'm I'm having trouble thinking of <clears throat> excuse me. I'm traveling having trouble thinking of a comedy this year that competes with it. I I can't think of one. Huh. Best comedy of the year so far? Best um, comedy of the summer maybe. Surely. How do you guys compare it to 22 Jump Street? Tiny, have you seen that yet? I had never saw that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah, 22 Jump Street I thought was uh, I'll have to see it again also, but I thought it was really funny. Um, a little bit almost too meta, but there's one there's one joke. Uh the uh the Q tip joke, Mike. Um on the phone. Oh, I can't board. remember it. It's Enlighten me. Uh yeah. Um avert your ears, Tiny. Um it's when it's when they're going out for football or whatever and uh Channing Tatum he has the Q-tip. It's so random. He has a Q-tip, and then the guy, the guy is eating the sandwich, and like they bump into each other, and then it's like, oh no, I got, I got my Q-tip in your. Oh sandwich. yeah. It's like I guess it's a meat cute. A meat tip. cute. <laughs> I was like, like four weeks after that, I just had that in my head, and I was like, that is so funny. That's hilarious. Yes, yeah, that was a really brilliant moment. I yeah. there were, and it it was also one of those like movie fan moments that made me feel like a kind of a bit of an elitist yeah, it was like bit. it was like me and jake in the theater laughing at that joke and that was about it <laughs> that's awesome huh. but yeah it was it was hilarious yeah <laughs> it's so ridiculous but it's so good for that for that for that movie and the movie you're right I, I guess i'm just thinking i i really like the the story and i really like yeah. the scripts of neighbors and just because it's a sequel and as we know from scream 2 by their nature sequels by definition are inferior mm-hmm. to the to the first one I, I i think i can't help but give 22 jump street that stigma despite the fact it being a very good sequel yeah. i still i still think i'd give a nod to neighbors just for originality and i well yeah i i agree completely but i also have to give um notice to 22 jump street and i'm not going to spoil it for tiny because he hasn't seen it but the end credits or that or whatever you want to call uh, what happens after the movie i thought that was just really cute and fun and hilarious if you remember mike okay yeah yeah i'll look forward to that cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh what's next i want to get into the first one that i hated of the summer <laughs> uh the godzilla Remake two hundred million dollars, number seven box office released May sixteenth. Yeah, I, we we talked about it on the podcast. And I remember we. I think me and Tiny were just okay about it. Was yeah. that right? Yeah, I think I liked it a little more than both of you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. Um, yeah. I thought it was incredibly sloppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think by now we can say. Well, I'll I'll warn. Spoiler alert! But <laughs> we can say that uh, uh, Brian Cranston was wasted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. And, and tragically so, in that his story was the most exciting. Yeah, and if they oh, had absolutely. gone with that, I think the movie would have been a lot better off. Um, I like Aaron Taylor Johnson. I thought he was excellent in Godzilla. He was downright pretty awful in Godzilla. Uh, what did you think he was good in? 
Kick ass. Kick ass. Okay, you you said Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, um, sorry. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I'm um, drunk. <laughs> oh, there goes Mike drunk again. Yeah. I'm I'm drunk. <laughs> wow. There yeah. goes Mike sober again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've liked Aaron Taylor Johnson and s- several other things, but I just don't think he had anything to work with in this really. Uh, in Godzilla. Yeah, that's true. Could could have been the script, and and yeah. I think it was the script. And we we know from experience that uh, the um, the young Olsen, um, what's her name? Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth. Oh yeah, we know from experience that Elizabeth Olsen is good. Yes, and she wasn't good in this movie. Yeah, she was kind of throwaway. She had nothing yeah. at all to no. work with. Right. And I will right. say just really briefly, if anyone wants to check out Elizabeth Olsen, like talented Elizabeth Olsen, check out. Uh, Martha Marcy May Marlene. There you go. Thank you, Tiny. Yeah, there and it is. Also, rolls uh, off the tip of the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's such a good movie. It's such a such a kind of haunting movie. It's one of those. It's about her escaping from uh, Manson family like cult, mm-hmm. and she's. It's like. It's really it's really impressive. Um, yep. But yeah, and it's it kind of Godzilla to me is one of those movies that I I was looking forward to it to an extent. Um, and we've told the story about how, I believe we've told the story about how freshman year, Mike, how we got to see the original Godzilla in film class. And so I I was looking forward to it and everything, but I mean, it's one of those movies that I just don't know if I'll ever see it again. Uh, I, I, and it's, and it kind of, we can, we can apply what we talked about with, with Amazing Spider-Man 2 there is that they're clearly franchise building for Godzilla, you said you won't. You don't think you'll ever see 2014 again, Godzilla 2014 again. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or the that, original. That's yeah. what I mean. The remake. I own the original on DVD. Gotcha. I f- I feel like maybe I need to see the the remake again. Really? To really? I mean, I don't know that I ever will. My list right. is ever long, but uh, there were things to like about it, and I, and I think my biggest bugaboo was. Early on in the movie, when you realize all the seismic activity and the things that were happening were not Godzilla, I, that that shocked. I couldn't get past that for the longest time. Oh, really? Um, and I and I couldn't, uh, I couldn't reconcile what happened in the movie with how I felt about it because it's really not a, it's not a Godzilla movie. Godzilla is is featured in it, or, or I don't know because I don't know what the Godzilla movies used to be like I, i'm not a godzilla scholar but uh something about it was disappointing to me in that he he wasn't the kind of the feature monster yeah and i think that that's a common thing throughout the franchise uh i wasn't expecting them to make the make him like a hero thing or whatever and also and i said this before it's also destruction porn uh, it's just kind of overplayed for me uh, i'm i'm experiencing like destruction fatigue um which is why I like I'm I'm just kind of turned off from the whole like oh destroying buildings cool look at all the pixels, um, <laughs> it's one of the reasons why I didn't see Transformers, seven or whichever the hell one it is, um, also because I don't like <laughs> pretty movies. easy joke there Matthew, <laughs> yeah, but anyway <laughs> also because I don't like <laughs> movies so yeah I um, do yeah yeah speaking uh, of uh, movies if you guys want to move on 
I, I did. Well, briefly, I, I want to mention on the same weekend, May 16th, was Million Dollar Arm. And if there's one or two movies, and I think as we go along, maybe we can come back to this. But that's one of the movies I missed, a summer movie that I wanted to see. Me too. Um, I'm kind of a sucker for emotional sports movies. We've talked about that before. Matt, I think you are too. I am too. Um, and I missed it. Just fell through the cracks. Yeah. So um, M- more on that later. But uh, Matt, if you will. Speaking of crappy movies. Yeah, which this, I mean, we did a whole episode about it at PopCon, sort of. Um, so we don't need to talk about it that much, but Blended, has your opinion yeah. changed about that, guys? Uh, yeah. I've, it's <laughs> even better than I remember in comparison to, say, Zohan or Chuck and Larry. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It was at yeah. least cute. You can say that about Blended. Yeah. Yeah, and this will come out before Summer of Sandler four, but uh, mm-hmm. there are some real, real stinky turds in Summer of Sandler four. Oh my god! And and Blended is on a on a higher level than those movies. Blended kind of fits, I think, in the. And again, we'll talk about this next week. I feel like we're kind of stepping on our own toes here, but right. uh, Blended, I, I think, would fit in with the Summer of Sandler three series three. Yeah, in terms of the quality of the movies. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, oh man. I've only seen one of the movies for Sandler four, but we're gonna so talk so much about it. <laughs> yeah, um, that, this is gonna be the one. That's gonna be the one. So, oh, yeah. stay tuned for that. I expect probably a bloated <laughs> episode too. But anyway, uh, forty six million. By the way, it's number twenty one for the year. Uh, and he's got more movies coming out. So we'll which see what happens. As a side note, have you guys seen the trailer for what is that movie called? Um, young men, women, women and yeah. children. Yeah. Men, women and children. The new, uh, terrible title. Yeah. What's, what's it, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, is it Ivan Reitman? Oh, yes. It's his son, uh, his Jason, Reitman. Jason Reitman. Yeah. Jason Reitman. Right. Um, but man, that trailer and we might talk about it on Sandler four, but, Men, Women, and Children. It's based on the book by Chad Colts-Jen, which I, I'm hoping to read, and I'll put a review on Book Nerd. But anyway, um, that trailer's just so engaging. It's one of the better trailers I've seen yeah. in a long time. Uh, it looks to me to be a featuring Adam Sandler kind of movie. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And I really am a fan of Ansel Elgort. Mm-hmm. Totes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, summer of Sandler Part Five, uh, coming <laughs> summer 2015. Yeah. Ugh. And he has a beard <laughs> in it, so not again. <laughs> God, so he has a beard in this movie, so you know he's like super serious. Yeah, super yeah. duper serial. But yeah, so, so let's let's go back on something happy. Um, Matt, I know this is your one of, if not your f- movie of the year so far. Uh, <sighs> Days of Future Past. Oh, so time travel. Yeah, um, came out the same day. Came out the same day as Blended, uh, and I did see. I saw Days of Future Past at the midnight, or not the mid, the nine o'clock screening. Right. That Thursday. Yeah, I'm looking up, oh. <laughs> uh, looking up when it comes out on Blu-ray because I'm gonna buy that Blu-ray. That's gonna be like a day one Blu-ray. Oh wow, it comes out on October. Huh. October, That's not bad. October fourteenth. Uh, That's not bad. No, it's not. But I kind of wish it was like today. well uh uh captain america comes out like tuesday right does it i think so i know it's out on digital right right um i don't know 
Amazon. Uh, X Men. We've kind of gone ad nauseum about it in the past, but um, in terms of summer movies, what do you think? Where does it stand? Um, Tiny, do you want to run with it? Yeah, it's a top three for me. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, I just I thought it was such a great, um, just a great jolt to the franchise. Uh, I mean, First Class was terrific as well. I, I liked it a lot, but I thought it was kind of. Um, I thought it was a, sort of a standalone kind of movie, like not not as not as connected to the to the other to the, you know the main trilogy, the X Men trilogy. Um, I mean, of course, it is connected, but just you know, just the, the big jump in, into the past was was mm-hmm. a was a big a bit uh, sets it apart. Um, and so this one, you know, tied everything together, and just I don't know, just the scenes where James McAvoy was talking to himself basically (laughs) um just because james mcavoy is one of my favorite actors hands down um and just seeing him on screen with a legend like patrick stewart was just cool was Um, it just the one scene with the two of them i think it was just the one yeah just the one scene yeah but i I don't know and just man it was so much it was just so much fun on top of everything you know like we almost see the mutants get wiped out spoiler alert (laughs) um but at the same time, there's just there's so many fun things they put in there, like like uh, Quicksilver. It was just hilarious. Uh, scene stealer. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Almost best mo- scene in the movie. Yeah, he's almost a movie stealer, really. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So it was just such a fun movie with such a great script. Um. I think one of the minor complaints you could make about it is that like. Surrey and McKellen and, and and Patrick Stewart weren't in it that much. Um, I think Storm only has like two lines in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the but same- that's okay. They they sold it. Uh, they sold it that they would be in the movie more. So that was kind of a mistake. But yeah. when you see the movie, it's not really their movie. It it it's not a problem for me. Right. Right. Exactly. I'm just thinking from the standpoint of you know big comic book fans were like there was like no storm in it and you know they they would complain um i wouldn't make that complaint because i I was fine with it but although is do people really like halle berry as storm i don't don't. (laughs) yeah i I was never crazy she was like the least she was the most forgettable yeah by the way guys i reviewed every x-men movie on the blog so (laughs) check that out i'll put the link in the show notes you whore i know yeah, Jesus. Um, <laughs> great movie. I I can't wait to see where it ranks on my on my top ten of the year. Yeah, I can't wait to see it again. I think it'll be pretty high. Uh, it's number four for the year: two hundred and thirty-two million seven hundred fifty-one thousand. Nice. Released May twenty-third. Yep. Yeah. And I, what I loved about it, and I'll just say this briefly because, and we can move on. Um, is I love that it was it was like, uh. Brian Singer was basically walked in and was like, "All right, f- what they did in this movie, f- what they did in this movie, let's fix this." And it was like it was, I don't know. It, it, and you know, it's funny going back to the whole idea of franchising. It felt like he was correcting, he was course correcting the franchise, and it left off in a way that made me want to see more. Like, like it made me like is drawing me into X Men Apocalypse. But it didn't feel like it was franchising. It didn't feel like it felt like it was more passionate than that, which is something that a lot of summer movies and these big uh, tentpole movies are in dire need of. Very well yeah. said. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was. Uh, 
it's a shining example of what what a good superhero movie could be as part of a franchise while also standalone. It's very similar to Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, so before we leave May, I just you guys didn't see these movies, but I wanted to touch on A Million Ways to Die in the West, which was uh, a critically drubbed uh, and box office wise, it only made forty two million. So um, Seth, Seth McFarlane, we've already Seth McFarlane. Sorry, I'm fine. like Seth, Seth. Seth Rogen, <laughs> Seth, what the hell? Seth MacFarlane, uh, I think we can say that he's got a lot of work to do to revive his movie career. You know, yeah, and I was really interested in seeing this movie, but I kind of wonder, I kind of wonder what, um, don't, how, yeah, don't see it. That's what And I I'll heard. tell you what, the part that you might be looking forward to, you saw it in the trailer. Yeah, that was one of the things that pissed me off. The little uh, cameo there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You um, saw every bit of it in the trailer. That sucks. <laughs> Damn. That's a shame. Uh, and then one more for May, which is actually the, the third highest grossing movie of the year so far. $237.5 million Maleficent. Wow. Never saw yeah. it. <laughs> uh, uh, that had um, Angelina Jolie. Uh-huh. Yeah. And... and and the Vickers. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it was so under my radar. Huh. Really? It's yeah. a big deal. I it was, and I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um Is it part of a is it part of a Disney thing? Yeah, it's it's basically a isn't it like a prequel to um Snow White? It's Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Okay. Same it's a re imaging, you know, it's it's all that. Yeah. It's it's from the perspective, of course, of the the evil queen Maleficent hmm. and uh, tries to tries to do as all those types of movies that take the point of view of the villain tries to show their good side and that they are just uh, misunderstood. Uh, is the sleeping beauty. She's played by uh, the younger Fanning daughter, right? Elle Fanning. Yeah, Elle. that's right. She's pretty great. Like from the stuff I've seen her in, in the past, she is good and she's good in the movie as well. Is she? And, nice. and Angelina Jolie in the movie is great. Nice. The movie's pretty stupid. <laughs> uh, in the same semi vein, I guess I I don't know, but uh, how do you guys feel about Frank Darabont writing and directing The Huntsman? Oh my gosh! The sequel to Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, oh. Uh, he must need a paycheck or something. Yeah, yeah I guess. Well, Is he really that salty after being fired from Walking Dead? May, well, he did uh, Mob City. On on TNT of all networks, um, it was how a, the mighty have fallen. Uh, I know, right? And Mob City was a one-hour drama set in the forties about um, uh, like Bugsy Siegel and stuff. Actually, it's just pr- pretty much the same thing I was telling you, Tiny, about mm-hmm. how I want a um, a, a Boardwalk Empire spinoff. But anyway, um, but it, it got it only lasted like four episodes and got canceled. Jeez! And now he's doing the Huntsman, which is so. The first one. So not written by Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, those are the best Stephen King movies. Yeah. Um, that first... The Frankie D movies? Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, well, aren't you a big Shining fan? I am, but... You gotta be careful there. <laughs> I, I am, but... But are you, are, you, are you counting a disconnect like it's not really a Stephen King movie? Yeah, I'll, I'll say that okay. with the caveat that it's that they're the best Stephen King movies. Yeah. Uh, the Shining... Saying is... it harder doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning that they're 
not necessarily respectful, but they're more in tune with Stephen King's original work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're the best saying. adaptations. There you go. Right. I think Shawshank's better than The Shining. I do too. It's, it, but I know how Matt feels about The Shining. It's yeah. you know Shawshank is better. Um, yeah. I'll just say okay. that. I might okay. say I might even say The Mist is better than The Shining. There, yeah, I, I would say that. There yeah. we'd have a nice debate. Yeah. Anyways. Um, anyway, I would I would say they're all better. I mean, you guys know how I feel about The Shining. Right. The Shining is a fucking beautiful movie, <laughs> but in terms of content, it's all right. Yeah, it's I, really good, but it's not. Over the years, I've I've come to see it as overrated. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. But uh, I still yeah. enjoy it, though. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it on the big screen when it comes to Keystone Art. For their, yeah, that's yeah, a midnight, isn't events. it? Oh, yeah. The first one. What's the date of that? Uh, the first week of October, um, I think. I might have to come out for that one. Yeah. It's going to be that. I'll um, tell you, if we do, my brother and I are planning on switching off weeks at each other's houses for Bears games. If that if that falls on a his house, nice. I, I might check that out with you guys. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. did you guys see that the first Snow White movie, the one with what's her face? No, I have testicles. <laughs> I, uh, no, I, I watched it. It is so bad. I mean, I fell asleep during it. That's how it was. Just so really? it sucked so much. Um, I I can't say anything good about it really. <laughs> so that yeah, wow. that's very disappointing that uh, Frankie D's doing that. Yeah, it's it's yeah. so weird. I, I maybe I he'll make know. it work. Who knows? Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe he will. <laughs> Don't doubt him. I don't know. Yeah. So, All right. So here's here's a good weekend. Uh, June sixth. If you guys don't mind me moving on, is that oh, cool? Go yes. right ahead. Yes, sir. Uh, June sixth. Two movies uh, made relatively the same amount of money, close to the same amount of money, are ranked twelve and fourteen for the year so far. One considered a huge success, and one considered a huge failure. Failure. I'll start uh, alphabetically with Edge of Tomorrow or. Live, die, repeat. Yeah, before we get into this, can we talk about the weird stuff that's going on with the studio rebranding it? Please, explain. It's, okay, so what they're doing, if you guys haven't noticed, with the DVD release of, of Edge of Tomorrow, uh, they've re- retitled it pretty much. So they've, so like in the posters and stuff, when it was being, when it was being promoted, it's this big poster that says Live, Die, Repeat as a tagline of the movie. But the movie's title is Edge of Tomorrow. So, what they've done is ba- based on a graphic novel titled uh, "All You Need Is Kill," which I hate that title so so much. Of course yeah. you do. All you need is kill. Is it just doesn't sound right? No, it's ah. And people online are like, they should just went with the original title. I'm like, I would have never seen it. But anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, so so they're rebranding it. The DVD is just live, die, repeat, and it's it's weird too because at the bottom it says like cruise slash blunt slash edge of tomorrow yeah i'm like is edge of tomorrow an actor in the movie yeah um it's it's rebranding and they're trying in terms of like the the internet uh and like if you go to the store it's it's still i think technically uh that is still technically edge of tomorrow and on the blu-ray it's still technically edge of tomorrow but if you download it on itunes it is called live die repeat right so i find it's interesting that they're that Certain what whichever avenue uh, you choose to download it, it's not the same name. Yeah, that could be confusing. I I wonder if it's an attempt to drum up publicity because it has been publicized. Like there have been you know blogs and websites and whatnot who have written about it. Like why are they doing this? This is strange. That's true. And now it's a story, so it's it's back into sure. the you know most of the time it's like oh hey Captain America comes out Tuesday. 
and there's just like a commercial about it. But now it's like being printed. Like there's article. It's almost like free publicity. Sure. Yeah, but um, I wonder. I wonder if it's. I wonder if that is an an intentional thing. Like because you know clearly they they just want to rename it. I mean that's obvious, but it's no one's ever done this before. Yeah. No one's ever been like, well, uh, we're just going to change the title before the before home release. I, I I think it's I think it's really a publicity stunt. I don't know if it's a publicity stunt, honestly. I think it's they're they're desperately trying to because it didn't it it wasn't it was well received. It had good word of mouth. Yeah. But it did not do well for them in the box office. And I think what they're doing is they're going to what they want to do is they want to just create this. Um, not necessarily. It's I don't think it's a publicity thing. I think it's just they want to like get people to a see second it. chance. Yeah, yeah, people to. <laughs> yeah, I I think that they 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 wish they could go back and just retitle it. But <laughs> no, I think what they want to do is they want to get catch catch the eye of people that don't like people that know like oh Edge of Tomorrow didn't really wasn't I heard it wasn't that good so they see oh Live Die Repeat what's that? Um, yeah, I, I think it's both. And yeah. I think the latter is is their first uh, reason for doing it. Mm-hmm. But surely they're aware of the publicity. Yeah, but then and then uh, when you consider that, it's also like they're aware the publicity is all, like everyone's saying like it's this is stupid, and they're doing it because they know that they, it wasn't well received. Like every article you read is like it was it did so poorly that they want to rebrand it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. my take on it. So yeah. Well, what about the movie? Uh, my opinion hasn't changed. Um, I haven't haven't had a chance to see it again. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't oh. been released. Um, I man, I really liked it a lot. Really yeah. liked it a lot, and I think we don't. I'll say to listeners, we don't usually. Um, usually our our internet conversations to each other, like before shows, are are pretty cordial and mostly personal, and we don't really go into depth with like reviewing and things because mm-hmm. we we kind of try to save them for the show. This was one of the movies we talked about most this summer on the pod chat. It is. Do you guys remember ones, that? Yeah, it is one of the ones you guys talked about most in the pod chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was you know that was because it. It probably would have been a little sloppy to talk about it on here. I don't know. It probably actually it probably would have been a good episode. Yeah. Um but I think we covered it in a past episode, didn't we? No. Briefly. A little bit. Well, I don't I don't think Briefly. Matt I don't think Mike and I talked about our qualms with the with the ending of the movie. Right. Yeah. Cuz that's where cuz for me it didn't the issues with the ending didn't really affect my overall opinion of the movie, but I think yeah. it, it and kind for of, me it very much did. Right. I don't. I don't think we ever fleshed that out on the actual. Yeah. Podcast. Well, no time. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd have to see it again. It's it's been too many months. Yeah. yeah. It's. I mean, it's one of those movies that I just. I wasn't hooked on it the way you guys and everyone else seemed to be. Oh yeah, that's right. On the internet, yeah. I just it just just was unaffect unaffecting to me. I think um, part part of the lack of success for the movie. It's pretty easy to tell what it is mm-hmm. it's because we've had so many alien invasion absolutely movies. yeah um and then i think i think people are kind of a little sick of tom cruise in this kind of movie yeah, um, yeah they are and so I, th- I think those are the two two biggest factors which i think it's it's unfortunate that it's it's an issue of timing yeah <laughs> like if it was five years from now or seven years from now maybe it would have been a little more more successful but yeah. or just the, before oblivion I, right yeah and i was gonna say i liked oblivion better oh oh really yep Huh. Uh, That's shocking. I will say, as a complete work, I do too. 
because of that damn ending for Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> I appreciated yeah. Oblivion, but I liked Edge of Tomorrow. To each their own. Yeah. Yeah. You, Matt, it, that's interesting, and we'll get to this later on. There were a few real critical successes that kind of missed their mark with you. Yeah, and it's it's I'm going to be very curious to to revisit them. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see. Yeah. The other movie that came out on June 6th made slightly more than Edge of Tomorrow but was considered a great and obvious success was The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, yes. And did we all did Tiny did you see that movie? I did. And By myself s- on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> we all saw it. We all read it and saw it too, so yeah, I think we talked about it in a potpourri, but man, I really liked it. I I still really like it. Yeah, yeah. and I liked it despite because I read the book in less than twenty four hours. Yeah. I stayed up till like three in the morning to finish it. Um, loved the book, but it's interesting because the movie's like measurably different than the book, not hugely, but just you know you can you can break it down how different it is. But the movie still was just terrific. It worked really well. I didn't think the book was that much oh, different. I thought it was one of the closest. Yeah, uh, well, but there's some stuff that, stuff they left out, and well, yeah, there's stuff they had to leave out, but right, but I'm, but I know that has to happen, but still, it's right. You know, yeah. typically when you read the book and then see the movie, you you know you just don't connect with it the same way, and you, you don't like it. But didn't didn't happen. Was that was not a symptom this time hmm. for me, anyways? It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. It worked. It fired on all cylinders. Did what it's supposed to do. Uh, I remember the theater being full of sniffling women. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> no, and it, it did. Uh, I mean, I was kind of... I, I didn't cry or anything. I'm a, I'm a man. But I, I was well, like... Well, well. Eh, yeah, I did. You're did a you? boy. Hell yeah, I cried. Yeah. I, I, you cried? Hell yeah, I cried. <laughs> That's okay. Good. The book and the movie. I got a little choked up. I will. I will say that. I. I didn't like tears weren't. Straight. I wasn't like I. You know. I'm not ashamed to admit. I. Cry, I cried. At I movies. was audibly crying. They asked me to leave. <laughs> I'm kidding. They, uh, <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me actually. Hey, um, <laughs> we did see Spider-Man three together. Um, yeah, you did. cried during Spider-Man three. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. That's okay. <laughs> Anyway, so Fallen anyway. Stars was good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, briefly, we talked about it enough, but the number eight hundred ninety million was Twenty Two Jump Street. Yeah, uh, we, we all like that. We're kind of at mixed feelings in terms of which one was the best one. So we'll we kind of move on from that. Yeah, I'll have to re- rewatch it. It'll be one that I add to my collection. Yeah, for sure. Um, sticking in June is that movie I referred to earlier, Snowpiercer. Yes. Oh, man, I love that movie. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see that again. I know, I can't. I'm I I'm going to spring for the Blu-ray for that. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to borrow that and, <laughs> and see it again cuz like I said I was really tired when I saw it, but man, I I just it was Edge of Tomorrow all over again. Wow. Yeah. I liked I liked it more than Edge of Tomorrow definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. Absolutely. I think I did too. I did too, but yeah. that you know, it's not saying much for you. It's not. It's not. I, it was a lot better than Edge of Tomorrow. I will say that. Okay. Uh, for me, okay. but it just I didn't think it was like I think in the I think in the podcast, Mike. I think you asked at what point did we 
did we realize we were watching something that was unique or something like that? No, you said. I remember what he said because it was a great way to put it. He said, uh, <laughs> "He said, at what point did you feel like it was the first time you had ever seen a sci-fi movie?" Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have that feeling. I just didn't have that feeling. Huh. Oh um, man, that's yeah. too bad. Yeah, it, it's weird. I don't know, but I was thinking about. It. I really like the scene where they shot the gun through the through the window and it like. As the as the train was going around the curve, yeah, that was cool. That was pretty neat. But yeah, I'll, we'll talk about it once I revisit it. But yeah. how did they do at the box office? Uh, not well, but that's because it doesn't really attest to how well it did at at home. Right. Video on demand. It was released the same day on video on demand, mm-hmm. uh, June twenty seventh. Made four million dollars in theaters. Wow. Just, yeah, it was, and it was not publicized no. at all. No, it was really under the radar. Yeah. Does that yep. does that have international numbers, Mike? Uh, I, this is total gross, so okay. I assume that is international. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I would have thought that it would have been bigger. Uh, and where is it? Where is the guy from? Is it Korea? I think so. Yeah, yeah it's Korea. 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 I assume South Korean. <laughs> yeah, South yeah. Korea. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll keep it in the indie movies. Didn't make a whole lot of money. Uh, Transformers: Age of Extinction. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see it. <laughs> I wish someone would extinct this franchise. Uh, I'll just say if you you didn't see it either, Matt. No, I haven't seen a Transformers movie since the second one because the second Transformers movie I was about halfway through and I was like, oh good, it's almost over, and and I was like, I was bored out of my mind. Yeah, it was awful. Um. Transformers. Uh, I'll sum it up. I mean, three words. This f***ing movie. <laughs> uh, seriously, it is It is hands down um, no contest worst movie of the year. And could wow. be a top five worst movies of all time. Worse than Snowpiercer? I'm totally uh, screwed with you guys. <laughs> You're hilarious. Totally joking. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, whatever. But yeah, anyway, uh, wow. So that's you know that's yep. not shocking to me. Yep. yep. Uh, number two in box office, two hundred forty-three million. Uh, apparently, the train is not stopping anytime soon. So, so that sucks. That's yeah. and it goes and like I said before, like one of the reasons why I wasn't too crazy about Godzilla is like, oh, look at all the pixels. I think uh, is this the lowest? Gro- I think this might be the lowest grossing Transformers movie. Oh, is it? I don't know. Because I, I was looking at the box office earlier because um, there was news about Expendables 3, their box office stuff. And mm-hmm. it's strange that there has not been a $300 million movie this year. Oh, wow. Like nothing's cracked $300 million, which that's, I mean, that's kind of normal. Like we've just right. had so many anomalies over the past decade. Like it's it's just strange that there hasn't been a $300 million movie this year. Isn't uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is knocking on the door? Is it? Guardians of the Galaxy is at 251, and I think it will pass 300. Spoiler alert from when we talk talk about it, but let's <laughs> yeah. let it in. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Because I really liked it, but go ahead, sorry. Yeah. Did wow. you have any more to say, Tony? Um, <laughs> I was still reeling from Matt's stupid joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, should open the door. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just surprised. I'm just surprised that, that that with all the huge movies that have come out this year, um, I think you know some of these movies we talked about, like you know Days of Future Past and other movies, maybe later on, deserve to crack 300 million. 
um, mm-hmm. be massive successes. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, and then uh, also Expendable. I don't know if you saw, it, but Expendables three. Not yet. We're weekend. seeing it next week, and I can't wait. I haven't seen it, but did you see the numbers for this opening weekend for it? Yeah, it significantly made, lower than the other two. It really? made six million dollars. Oh, oh wow! Six, not sixteen or sixty. Six million. I wonder if that's going to put the. Put, are, okay, first of all, I I have not seen any of the Expendables movies. Yeah, I just it's and it's something that I want to see. I just haven't gotten around to it. But are they really going to make an Expendables, or is that a joke? Oh, oh, no, no idea. No, I think that's a joke. Okay, good. Don't put it past Hollywood, Mike. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I just can't get over the title. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, Expendables. Oh, my God. I mean, all you need is kill, though. It's better than no Expendables. Yeah, I think there's a couple of women in this third one. Oh. There are yes, so a couple, oh. couple of no. boxers. It could be that they're trying to set up that expendables, yeah. or it could just be they're like, no, that's stupid. We're going to put the women with the men because we're not sexist. Yeah, yeah. Expendables. Oh my god, I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I uh, go ahead. Uh, oh no, no. Um, I was just going to move into July. Cool. IMDb Expendables 2015. Oh. No, yeah, no, it's yep. got to be canceled. They're gonna cancel. It. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. There's just no way. Oh man. Uh, Sigourney Weaver says no to Expendables spinoff <sighs> or Expendables spinoff Expendables, so she's out. Jeez. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so, but yeah. they're doing a fourth Expendables. Wow. Really. Yeah, and Jackie Chan won't do it, huh? Or, or I think is doing it. It just signed on to do it, uh, but didn't agree to do any of the ones before because he just wanted to do one with Stallone. Oh, okay. I see. Hmm. He's very selective now. Jackie Chan yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, he really is. Uh, I mean, he. I think uh, he only the movies that he makes. He the, the money that he makes from his movies. He donates hmm. the entire. All of the money to charity. What an ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I brought that up. But anyways. Interesting. All right. Interesting. Yeah, so let's move. Let's move on. We're kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Taking I, up a lot of time. Um. Yeah. Just quickly moving into July. Did you guys see Deliver Us from Evil? No, but I heard bad things about it. No. Yep. It's not great. Yep. <laughs> Did you guys see Tammy? No, but no, 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 nope. Nope. Yep. Nope. Not great. Nope. Right out of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. It was as awful as you might have guessed. Is is the box office uh, reflective of people's falling people falling out of love with uh, Melissa McCarthy? I don't know. What do you think eighty three million is? What, it's number fifteen. Uh, that's pretty good. That's <laughs> it's a, pretty good for uh, for a female driven comedy. Yeah. Damn. That's disappointing. It is disappointing. I say that blindly because um, I haven't <laughs> seen it, but I'm not going to see it. Well, you it's correct. I mean, you're you're not far off. Nice. Uh, on July 11th, Boyhood came out, which has rave reviews. Have you guys seen it? No, but I really 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 want to see it. Yeah, it's it's one I want to see. Yeah. Me too. Um yeah. uh, released on the same day, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And we and we talked a lot about this one. So we let's did. keep this short, but yeah. uh 203 million number 5 in the box office. Yeah, and check out my franchise review of Planet of the Apes on the site. <laughs> Show notes, links. There you go. Moving on. <laughs> well, we don't have to move on. Okay. What, uh, I'm it, glad it was a success. 
Me too. That's yeah, me too. Right. Yeah, it was a success. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and people yeah. loved it. Yeah. I, I'm glad that people loved it. Um, and I'm looking forward to see where, where they take it and how they much... did. I, I hope they continue to take it. I'm, I'm looking forward to a third one. Mm-hmm. I kind of said, like, my thoughts haven't changed on it. It might change when I see another one. It was incredibly well made, but, uh, you know, I kind of explained myself and I said, I don't think it does much to, to build the mythology. And I, and right. I stick by that, but sure. I'm excited. I'm excited to know there's a third one. Right. Yeah, me too. Cool. It's oh, it's similar to The Dark Knight as well. Like I I don't mean to say that it was a bad movie because it didn't build the mythology. I just mean to say that it's not a hundred percent necessary for trilogyification. Right. Right. <laughs> if that's a word. So, it is now. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it is now. Yeah. Uh July eighteenth, you guys saw I Origins. I did not see that. Yeah. Really good movie. Tiny really liked it, and I liked it too. But Matt, you're such a downer I'm, this whole summer. You know, it's yeah. WTF, bruh. I'll, <laughs> I'll talk just briefly about it. Like, it was a good movie. It was well done. Had had a really good voice to it, I guess. But there was just like one aspect of it that just kind of bugged me. A couple aspects of it that just bugged me it was kind of the central relationship of the movie it was Michael Pitt and the. Uh, I can't remember her name, but French girl. The I think. French, French actress. She was a new French. Yeah, um, but their relationship was kind of it was it was good, but it was the way it was depicted. Parts of it was it seemed a little bit pretentious to me because they're wildly different ideologies, and it was kind of to the point where Michael Pitt was just kind of, for lack of a better word, he was just a dick to her about her beliefs, and I was like, that's you know, that's a little pretentious. And uh, not really in tune with their feelings as depicted on the screen. That was my only real complaint about the movie. Otherwise, it was really good. And there's a there's a turn in the plot about halfway through the movie that just blew me away. So yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, I I man, I really loved it a lot. Um, the the director uh, Mike Cahill is that his name? Yeah, I think that's his name. Um, I he's I, I love the type of sci-fi that he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's sort of just presenting these. He kind of presents the plot, which is a very sci-fi-ish plot, but then he just focuses on the characters, and it's om- it just takes a backseat to like big CGI or or, yeah. or uh, you know huge thriller moments. It's just like it's all about these characters interacting with each other. It's so refreshing. Um, I just I, I love that kind of that small scale sci-fi like that, um, and I, yes. I love what he's doing. His, his other sci-fi-ish movie was called Another Earth mm-hmm. which also has Britt Marling in it she was in this movie as well um, that's a really good movie check that out if you get a chance um, yes. and definitely check out I Origins I man I, th- I just thought it was great yeah I recommend it yeah, it was a good movie so yep okay. uh, moving on July 18th sex tape was not successful and I <laughs> while I'm disappointed for Jason Siegel I'm glad that the team that made Bad Teacher did not make a whole lot of money in their second movie. Yeah. Yeah, I never saw Bad Teacher, but I heard bad things. And Mike, it's... as a teacher, was it offensive to you? <laughs> no. Okay. No, it was offensive to me as a movie watcher. Okay. Tiny, I uh, did you see well, did you see Sex Tape and if not, I don't think you did, right? I didn't. Okay, well, as the star of your own Sex Tape, uh, <laughs> would it have been offensive? <laughs> I'm so glad you made that joke. <laughs> joke? <laughs> get to googling everyone i'm i'm so glad you acknowledged that joke of a sex tape oh yes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh same day the purge anarchy did you guys see it uh, no 
But no, the, it was better than the first one. Well, the shit I took this morning was better than the first <laughs> Purge. <laughs> Seriously, I hated that movie so much. <laughs> and seeing the trailers for the Purge Anarchy, I really wanted to go see it in the theater with a crowd to gauge their reactions. But yeah, yeah. So it was better. I like the concept of it. I think it would yeah, work it's, better. It's better. It does what I wanted them to do in the first one. I, I had a real problem with nobody rising up against this the law. And and they is that, they is that what they do in this that. one? Yeah, they touch it. Yeah, nice. Okay. Huh. Um, really briefly, do you guys want to talk about the this weird, uh, this weird thing? Like people online are saying, like, oh, this weekend is the purge in Louisville. Yeah, let me please, it, if you go don't right mind. Ahead. It pisses me off so much. <laughs> I I am so pissed about this thing, mm-hmm. uh, and mostly because it just shows how idiotic people are. Yeah. Right. The whole point of the purge in the movie, the purge, uh, is that there's a subtext and there's a wink to the audience that it's all about the rich people trying to get rid of the poor people. That's the point of the movie. Yeah. Right. So yeah. these people who made up this hoax, this this fake. Uh, and in fact, I think they found out it was just a kid who posted it to Facebook. Yeah. Which yeah. doesn't surprise me Yeah, that there was going to be a thing. Uh, but still, people people shared it and people believed it um is the people who were buying into this are the types of people that the purge would purge yeah they're (laughs) also the the type of people who would make making a purge sequel necessary or make it make it be (laughs) like an actual idea yeah Um, totally so stupid i made it is so stupid it made me so mad I made the joke to Tiny on Facebook, actually. Like, what was it? It was something like, I posted something about it, and then Tiny was like, road trip. And I put, yeah, we just need to make sure we have some goofy masks and glaring plot holes, and we'll be set. Because it's, I mean, it's so, so not worth looking that joke up on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Really wasn't. I I let that simmer so you could say it. Basically. Ah, screw it. Anyway, so, yeah. So, so moving on, it moving was on. The stupid. Uh, the movie was movie was okay, but it was an improvement. Um, on Jan- on July twenty fifth, Hercules came out, and I just I did. You guys see this movie? No, no, no. So uh, I won't name names, but a friend of mine wanted to see this, and I use one of my favorite lines for movies like these. I said, "I will literally pay you the seven fifty, so I don't have to see this." Movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Uh, Released yeah. the same day was the Scarlett Johansson starrer Lucy. Uh, I didn't see it, but that tagline just <laughs> and the plot, the plot holes in it, the 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 stupid. I can't suspend my disbelief for it when it we don't. Know, yeah, careful using the phrase plot holes. Yeah, it it posits this myth, this colloquialism as scientific fact and it's something that i it just bugs the hell out of me because no we don't use 10 percent of our brains and if we used 100 percent of our brains it's not going to let us control time or whatever the she does like that just you don't know that i know that because i use my brain (laughs) have you guys seen the uh the posters for uh (laughs) dumb and dumber 2 yeah no. The average person uses 10% of their brain capacity. Imagine what he could do with 1%. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and it's them with like their names across the front. Yeah. Whatever. I'm I'm pretty excited for that movie. We'll we'll get to that in another episode, yeah. but I I have positive feelings about about Dumb and Dumber 2. Nice. Yeah. Um uh we're in August. I guess that that 
leaves July, which not, looking back on July was not a very impressive month. It really wasn't. Yeah. Um, I Weird. didn't see that many in theaters. Well, I saw a lot in theaters, but I didn't see new ones in theaters because of yeah. Midnight Madness. Um, August 1st, <laughs> 28 million, Get On Up, which I didn't see, but I wanted to see. Eh. And of course, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Number one box office of the year. Just thrilled, 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 thrilled about that. Mm-hmm. $251 million, like I said, and counting. Uh, it took a week off for Ninja Turtles last week, <laughs> but it's back number one in the box office this weekend. We're recording on August 24th, and it's and yeah. it's back on number one. It was so good. I'm, I want to see it again in the theater. Like, I just haven't had time. Um, yeah. But it was so I might actually go to a matinee this week. Now that I Do think it. about it. But, man, I loved the hell out of this movie. Yeah, for me, like right now, the top three movies of the year are Days of Future Past, uh, Winter Soldier, and Guardians of the Galaxy. But I don't know which one, in which order they're in. (laughs) I can't decide right now. I'm going to have to see them all again, or two or three or seven more times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Same as you guys. I I can't decide yet if it's better than Winter Soldier. Uh, My guess is not. But it is absolutely better than The Avengers, if you ask me. Um, yeah, it's definitely up there for me. It's uh, Avengers was great, and I, and I don't mean to discredit it at all. Oh, I know a lot course. of people, of course, a lot of people love that movie, and I love that movie, and it was fun to watch. But it was encumbered by uh, what it was and what it had to do. It was, it was you know, it, it had to give each person their own amount of screen time. It was, there was very a little amount of time afforded them for uh fanboy Easter eggs. There were right. very few Easter eggs. If you really think about that movie and that kind of bummed me out. That's, that's kind of a staple of Marvel universe movies. Guardians of the galaxy. On the other hand, it was like Easter morning. <laughs> I mean, there was so much uh, from Celestials to just the Nova Corps was interesting seeing all, all the, the Nova officers, just so much of that kind of stuff. And further, the end of the movie, the the climactic action scene is the the best use of uh, a team aspect in a team movie that I have ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It was I awesome. It. I also love the term, uh, the, 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 um, Name the uh, turd blossom. I love, I love the yeah. use of ter- turd blossom. Yes, turd blossom. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my my ahead. big issue with Guardians was uh, the villains were just so breezed over. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically, uh, Lee Pace. Yeah. Ronan um, the Accuser. Yeah. 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 Just didn't develop well at all. Um, yeah. He just kind of had lines. He just, he just kind of said things. I, I mean, you could obviously you could tell the guy was evil, yeah. but like there was just no depth to him whatsoever. Um, there was a they established it at the beginning something, and then they kind of just took a, went away from it. It was like, all right, this is the setup. This is your villain, and then from there, it almost seemed like they just copy pasted Loki, Loki, like yeah. like a rough copy paste. They did, and it was also weird that they addressed Thanos because you almost think for a second that he's going to be the main villain, and right. he never comes back. And I think that was to the detriment of Ronan. Yeah, yeah, agree. The the fact that they kind of teased Thanos, and we know now, of course, that it's uh, they're they're teasing the third Avengers movies and they're teasing movies in the future. But yeah. uh, like uh, watching it, I had no idea. I knew that Thanos was going to be in it, and I I was thinking, oh, okay, cool. So Thanos is going to be the main villain. So the entire time, I'm not taking Ronan that seriously. Right. Okay. Yeah. But still, yeah. 
Team building, I tell you, that movie. Oh, absolutely. So good. Yeah. Uh, one week later, Step Up All In to the tune of $13 million. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> me either. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but released the same day was Ninja Turtles. Yes. And the three of us have kind of collective, controversial opinions about this movie. We like it. Yeah, I enjoyed the comedy a lot. Yep, loved um, it, kind of. Yeah, I had a really good time watching it. It was a lot. That's of what fun. I'll say. I yeah. had a good time watching it. I don't know. I I I won't buy it. I don't think. But I mean, I might see it again at some point. But I just had a lot of fun. And like I said in last episode, I think it was last episode. I don't see myself seeing seeing it seeing it again because I don't want to mess up that first theater viewing experience. Right. Because I had a lot of fun yeah. watching it, and I don't want to tarnish that. Memory. It will sour it because there are some real head scratchers in the yeah. plot. Really, really serious, egregious fouls in that movie. Maybe. But yeah. Very fun. Very yeah. fun movie for some weird reason. Maybe April will come early for me and I'll like it. <laughs> that, that line. If she comes at all. Moving on. <laughs> that was sexist. That's not fair. Well, too late. Anyway, uh, remember that time that Mike was a sexist towards what's her face? <laughs> I'm going to keep addressing it so we have to keep it in. Nice. I know. And you know what? I meant to make more like 2000s references to from earlier to keep that running as a theme throughout this episode. What? Oh, that's staying in. That's totally. Staying I want to keep it in. I know. Oh, yeah. But I wanted to address it again. So on August 13th, uh, let's be cops. Did you guys see it? No, but I, I wanted to, and I had a joke. This is such a... Sh- I have a I, joke, too. Oh. I'll go. Who goes first? I'll go. I'll go. Um, I had a joke that was like... Because like, the weekend that it came out was when all the Ferguson stuff was going on. Yeah. Okay, you, yours might be a little less tasteful than mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and I, I, so I'll let you go first. Yeah. But it was like right... Because for those in the future who don't know, or those listening now who haven't, like paid attention to anything uh a guy was how old was he was 18 18 18 year old guy got shot in ferguson missouri um he might have been 12 i think i'm he was, kidding he was, I, think he, yeah. I think he was 17 um but anyway it causes caused riots and, and looting and then a big 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 thing or whatever but the weekend that Let's Be Cops came out, I really wanted to post a, a status on Facebook saying, uh, well, I think the opening weekend box office for uh, Let's Be Cops is going to take a hit in the Ferguson-St. Louis area. But I got cold feet. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone? You mind if I clean this one up? Uh, go right ahead. Okay. Uh, so Let's Be Cops didn't make a whole lot of money, but it was successful enough to kind of follow in the footsteps of uh, the Expendables uh, spinoff. And they're actually making a sequel with two women and they fall in love. It's going to be called Lesby Cops. <laughs> <laughs> I would see that. Nice. That, that, nice. Nice. Thanks. Thank nice. you. Thanks. Uh. Uh, <laughs> so I did see this movie. Uh, I'll say the like the best thing I can say about it is I would like to see them in movies together again. Mm-hmm. I just wish they were in a better one this time. Uh-huh. Yeah, bummer. There were moments, but it was pretty disappointing. Actually, I, I really like them as actors. Yeah, so yeah, I did too. 
I'll probably still ch- I'll rent it rent it when it comes out. I'm not going to be in a rush to see it. And and I thought after Happy Endings that I loved 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 Damon Wayans Jr. Mm-hmm. I think I really just loved the writing for his character in Happy Endings because yeah. he hasn't been as good as when he was Brad in Happy Endings. Right, right. In in uh in New Girl he's just kind of just, you know, he's not he's, he's not as good. No, he's not. He's kind of just uh, another guy. I I yeah. I feel bad for um um Winston. Yeah, yeah. Cuz they they're kind of taking him, you know, they're kind of the ancillary characters yeah. of the show anyway and they kind of taken they're kind of taking jokes and screen time from him who I think yeah. is a far superior character. Oh, when he does those really awkward like kind of like I don't know how to characterize these actions, but it's when he gets kind of like psychotic a little bit, but he does it in this dim-witted kind of way or this really like almost playful kind of way. I mean, that's some of the best best parts of the show for me. Um, yeah. I don't know how else sure. to characterize it, but yeah. So we're kind of coming up uh, on the end. There's there's maybe two or three more movies left to talk about. Um and I guess that's kind of the it. It's kind of like, is there anything else coming up that isn't out yet that we would consider a summer movie? Like, is there a summer closer? No, I don't think so. All right. Uh, well, then August 15th, The Giver. Did you guys see The Giver? No, but I, I heard um, the dude, Jeff Bridges, yeah. on Nerdist talking about it. And it's kind of interesting because he wanted to make the movie for like the last 20 years. A long time, yeah. Yeah, and he actually said that he actually filmed like a little like movie in his garage with with someone. And that exists somewhere. But it, like this is uh, the movie that they made isn't the movie that, you know. Yeah, the final yeah that's movie. a shame. Time wasted. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And I I really liked the book when I read it in junior high. But. I mean, the movie just looks run-of-the-mill, dystopian future, teen, young adult movie. So horrible script, horrible acting. So overplayed right now. Yeah, yeah. Mike, did you see it? I did. Yeah, yeah. we saw it last week. Oh, that sucks. Yep, it did. It yeah. did suck. Oh, we were all we were all kind. Of, um, I thought about. I mean, it, it it's a pretty big property, and I was really surprised uh, by just the lack of special effects in the movie, or or the the lack of good special effects in the movie. It uh, looked really crummy. Huh. Huh. It's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other movie is Expendables 3, which none of us have seen. Right. 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 Is that correct? Seeing that this week. And I think the last one, <laughs> and this is kind of interesting. I, I don't know what this says about summer 2014, but I, but I think the big, the last summer blockbuster of the year right mm-hmm. we'll, we'll call it that is uh sin city a dame to kill for which made six million dollars yeah <laughs> you know how did you guys feel about the trailers because i just i was like i mean i felt like the time has just passed for a sequel for this movie yes um, exactly they waited way too long yeah and i, I yep. like the original but i it's one of those movies again that it's like i don't really like i think i own it um, I don't <laughs> think I've seen it since I saw it in the in the theater, and I think I saw it in the theater for free because I worked at the theater at the time. Wow, which says a lot about the time time difference. And I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but it's yeah. like, eh. Yep, my thoughts exactly. Ava, eh. Ava Green's boobs, though. Oh, that's that's what they say. And I almost made a joke. Uh, the I guess a couple of days ago when it came out, I was gonna tweet something about how uh, 
Ava Green naked is no longer enough. Because people did see the 300 sequel. Plus, she's naked in like half the movie she does. Yeah. I'm going to need a list from you, Tyler. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Start start with 300 because it might make you feel weird about it. Uh, I don't want to. Even the promise of nudity, I don't know if I want to see that movie. Good. I'm glad um, to hear you say that because yeah. it is that bad. Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't even that interested in the first 300. No, I hated it. I, yeah. We are, we are two of few mm-hmm. who didn't like that movie, but I really did not like 300. It, it's cool if you like action with like the where it looks like the camera is smeared in poop. <laughs> Tiny, how'd you feel about 300? You give <laughs> me some interesting facial expressions. Yeah, I really liked the first 300 movie. Oh, that's snap. fine. A lot of people oh. did. Yeah. <laughs> And I did you did you oh snap him? I did a little bit. <laughs> and I I was a huge uh, Zack Snyder fan for a long time, just kind of an apologist now because he's made some <laughs> crappy stuff. Um, but I don't think Three Hundred is a crappy movie. Uh, pretty terrible script, of course. Um, and there's there's several flaws with the movie, obviously. But I don't know. I, I appreciated the vision of it a lot, and I liked the uh, I liked the action and stuff, and uh, I like the abs. Sure. And I I thought the sequel was pretty bad, too, but I didn't think it was as bad as... You saw it? Yeah. I didn't realize that. (coughs) And it's not just nudity you'd be missing out on. It's like a sex scene. graphic sexuality. Angry sex. Yeah. They're fighting half the time they're having sex. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sounds like my Friday night. Yeah. (laughs) No. 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 Yeah. Hey guys, it's Pat and Tyler, and we are the co-hosts of the Nerds You're Looking For podcast. We're just two nerds that love talking about nerd stuff, whether it be comics, video games, movies, or TV shows. We start every episode off talking about what we're into. We talk about how we've become the nerds we are today. We go through our nerd news, all the breaking nerd news throughout the week, and we end each episode with a review or a top five of something in pulp culture that we love. It is a bi-weekly podcast that posts every other Monday. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and our companion blog, thenerdspodcast.com. And we are the nerds you're looking for. Take it easy, guys. See ya. I think that does it. That's it for the summer of 2014. Yeah. Uh, do we got? Do we want to pick a favorite, or should we save that for end of the year? Uh, end of the year. End of the year. I can't pick one. Uh, <laughs> can you pick a worst? Mine's Transformers. Easy. I, I think can't. I avoided all the worst ones. Yeah, I can't pick. Yeah, the you worst did. Yeah. Snowpiercer. Don't you <laughs> f- say Snowpiercer. <laughs> uh, I origins. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Just kidding. Uh, no, nah, I can't really pick a worst one. I'll say it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to pick one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what else is interesting? Looking at this list to to kind of sum up, uh, I don't see any of them as Oscar potentials. Probably not. No. Um, and usually in a summer, there's one where you're like, oh, man, that one stands above the rest as a possible. And and it's not always an Oscar contender. You know right. what I mean? It, it's usually you just kind of uh, you're kind of hopeful. But I don't even think there's any hopefuls. Mm-hmm. Do you Maybe mean, Chef. Do, maybe if it's lucky. Do you mean just for best picture or for uh, like any category? Uh, I mean, I mean, acting. I mean, the majors acting direct because, you know, gotcha. Transformers will be nominated for visual effects. Yeah, I was going to okay. ask which That's one sound. do you think is most deserving of visual effects? Oscar. Oh, Transformers. I mean, uh, 
as bad as the movie, and I guess I should have gone into more detail about this, it is by all means state of the art. Hmm. I mean, it is the best in the business in terms of visual effects. And I, I'd be hard-pressed to find anybody who would disagree with me. And, and I think I could get into a lengthy argument with, with someone if they tried to agree with me. Bar none, best in the business. I mean, that is what Michael Bay is for. The problem with the movie is that it that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. The, it's yeah. so play I, I've seen enough robots get their heads ripped off. I don't care how clear it looks. I don't care if the the they can I like I can see the oil as sweat on their foreheads now and it looks beautiful. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care because it's not entertaining. Yeah. But it absolutely. I mean, you know, uh content aside, it deserves to win an Oscar for achievement in visual effects. Absolutely. Cool. Hopefully Interstellar is better. Oh, God, I can't wait. Yeah. And, and I think if it is up against Interstellar, just by pedigree alone, it, it, Interstellar would win. No. But I, I'll say again for the fourth time, Transformers is, is absolutely best in the business visual effects. Cool. It's a shame. It's a shame, really. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'll go ahead and count us out then. Do it. Okay. All right. Well, we have no time for potpourri this week because uh, we... Kind of got a little, uh, <laughs> what? You can totally hear Tiny blowing. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. That's okay. That's bad. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to catch it, Matt, or... I, I, didn't, I didn't know if it would I'm gonna, on it. I'll post a picture to the Facebook page of the mountain of Kleenex I have. Yes. Because it's unbelievable. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so I'll go ahead and count us out. Uh, so as always, thank you for listening to the Obsessive Viewer podcast, uh, and thank you to Loudlike for providing our awesome opening theme music. Their first EP is called Mistakes We Must Make and features our theme song in Eclipse of Events. If you want the full version of it, uh, check that out on iTunes and, and, you know, follow them and everything. They're awesome. Uh, and also make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, you know, whatever you want to say about us, just say it. It's okay. Um, uh, that got kind of weird. Um, yeah, it helps us out a lot, and we really appreciate all of your feedback. Speaking of feedback, you can also like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash theobsessiveviewer. Don't know why that's feedback. And follow each of us on Twitter. You can find me, Matt, at obsessiveviewer. Tiny is at obsessivetiny, and Mike is at I am Mike White. You can also check out the blog at obsessiveviewer.com, where I haven't written much recently. But I am planning a barrage of posts dedicated to Boardwalk Empire because I'm speeding through a rewatch of it. You really want to commit to that? Uh, yeah. It's only eight episodes. <laughs> I'm going to do episode-by-episode episode reviews. I might do like season reviews during my rewatch, but we'll see. Um, check that out at obsessiveviewer.com. Also, all the aforementioned posts that I've uh, subtly um, promoted in this episode. Um uh, also check out our sister site, obsessivebooknerd.com, where we write book reviews and provide commentary on the evolving world of reading. Also check out Tiny's side project, The Secular Perspective, at thesecularperspective.com. It's a podcast dedicated to the thoughtful and, and, and intelligent debate about religion and secularism and how they intersect and intertwine in the world today. Uh, finally, if you have any thoughts on the podcast or suggestions for future topics or you want to submit your own audio clips about Anything you, anything we've talked about, your take on any of the stuff we've discussed, you can email us individually. 
it's Matt at ObsessiveViewer.com, Tiny at ObsessiveViewer.com, and Mike at ObsessiveViewer.com. And also in the coming uh, days, check out ShocktoberandIrvington.com where we're planning an event in the Irvington area um, to benefit local filmmakers and, and just have a really good Halloween and horror-themed night uh here in the here in Irving or here in the Indianapolis area in Irvington. So check that out for more information and tell everyone about it. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So I think that about does it. Anyway. Yeah, a couple of things, just a couple of corrections when we were talking about the box office numbers. They are domestic oh. box office numbers. Just wanted to clarify that. Uh the other thing is Captain America Winter Soldier does not come out on Tuesday. It comes out uh September what is it? September sixth. Okay. Okay. Uh, or fourth, I don't know, whatever, whatever that Tuesday is. Yeah, a September, a September second, second, yeah, okay, second, yeah, September second. Huh. Uh, so, so it is not coming out. It won't be out by the time you listen to this episode. Right. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and then, other than that, we'll be wrapping up summer of Sandler. Yes, I guess leaving summer behind us completely and coming into our favorite time of year. We got some yes. co- cool ideas for Shocktober this year, oh, so yeah. that'll be cool. I can't wait for the weather to break. I know. I'm so looking forward to fall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Awesome. So, all right. Uh, that about does it. Uh, apologize again about the sound issues last couple weeks. Hopefully this episode's fine. We haven't checked in a while, but... No regrets. <laughs> no regrets, yo. What's that? What's up? No, I'm saying. Bud. Wise. Err. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Goodbye, guys. See Thanks ya. for listening. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I made it the joke. It is so stupid. It yeah. made me so mad. I made the joke to Tiny on Facebook, actually. Like, what was it? It was something like, I posted something about it, and then. Tiny, tiny, t- tiny, you commented on it and said road trip or whatever. And yeah. I said something. I said, um, yeah, all we need is just a really. Uh, what, what, what did I say? I can't remember. I can't remember either. I'm going to, I'll edit this out because right, I really <laughs> want to make this joke. Um, of course you do. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Oh. Uh, so yeah, that, hang on. that pissed me off. Yeah. I'm going to just, I'm really quickly going to say the joke. Unless it was on Obsessive Viewer, in which case I'm wasting time. Ugh, damn it. It's good. I'm sorry. Oh, here it is. Here it is. So, yeah, I posted about it on Facebook, and Tiny was like, road trip. And I put, yeah, we just need to make sure we have some goofy masks and glaring plot holes, and we'll be set. Because huh. it's, I mean, it's so, so not worth looking that joke up on Facebook. But- <laughs> <laughs> really wasn't. I, I let really that wasn't. simmer so you could say it. <laughs> yeah.